Thank you. There you go. And on... so I just plugged you. See how that works? Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. Welcome to the RC Roundtable Podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the RC Roundtable. And joining me is Lee Ray. Hey, good morning, everyone. And Terry Dunn. Howdy ho. And I'm Fitz Walker with a lawnmower. <laughs> Not in your hands. Not in my hand, no. Just, I, had to, I had to go to my garage to do this because I'm printing something on a 3D printer, which is kind of noisy. And just as we start, I hear the lawn people, apparently, they just showed up. So it might be a little noisy for a so couple minutes. Which is louder, the 3D printer or the lawnmower? Uh, well, probably the lawnmower, but it'll be much much shorter duration. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I, Fitz, if it makes you feel any better, I had to go to my workshop because of my kids in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and and they won't they won't go away like a lawnmower will. You know, <laughs> yeah, go tell them to play in traffic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that reminds me of a quote from the Blues Brothers. So, how often does a train go by? So often. How you, often? So often you won't even notice it. <laughs> That's right. Department right next to the railway train, train tracks, wasn't it? Yeah. That's a great movie. It is. If you haven't seen it in a while, it's time to to catch up. I still maintain it has the best car chase scene in a movie ever. Yeah. The challenge is keep track of how many police cars they destroy. All of them, like <laughs> the whole state. <laughs> yeah, I think Chrysler had to reopen their Monaco production line after that movie, and refill the ranks. Oh yes. So anyway, but we're not here to talk about destroyed cop cars, are we? No, we're here to talk about destroyed airplanes. But we are on a mission from God. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And none of us have our sunglasses on, and it's not at night. But hey, can't have everything. All right. So how was you guys' week? Uh, don't ask me as if my week was better than yours. You guys went to Bomber Field. Tell me about that. Yes, and I came back with my head. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Barely. Oh, boy. Do we just want to start with that? Because it was the beginning of the show. Yeah, uh, dive off the high platform. Hey, hey, I have the intro music. We almost had Send in the Clowns. <laughs> send in the Clowns. Uh so uh, I guess what we're alluding to is Lee and I went to Bomber Field last weekend, and they had their annual Any Size Warbird Day. Uh, it was a, it was a nice day, a pretty nice weather, a little on the hot side, but we had a breeze that kind of kept things in check. And there were a lot of people there. I think uh, they had ninety something people. Lee, did you catch the final number? Yeah, it was a record. It was over ninety pilots. That's a yeah, good turnout. A big... not, not quite a hundred, but over ninety is the biggest uh, turnout they've had for the Warbird event ever. Yeah. Huh, that's ever. Yeah, yeah shaking his head. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was. Um, we uh, I pulled into the parking lot. Even though I got there early, it was already packed. I was like, "Wow, where do all these people come from?" Uh, and there was a lot of stuff out there. A lot of a lot of neat stuff showed up too. People came from some pretty far distances. Uh, great flying uh, models, some unusual stuff. It was a really good mix of uh, warbirds that showed up. Even full scale. Even full scale. I didn't know that, but uh, the CD. Randy Larson had somehow arranged several flybys by several different aircraft. Uh, two or three 
Texans? I don't know if it was a repeat by one of the Texans or not. So it's two. Okay, so two Texans uh, flew. Uh, <laughs> hard to count with your face in the dirt. <laughs> yes, and a P-51. Uh, so, so I guess well, I should... that's about, and that about evens the field. Two yeah. Texas equals one P fifty one. Probably equal the horsepower, right? Oh yeah. Well, sound uh, and glory. You get two. You get two Texans doing a, a very cool slow flyby with with smoke on, and and I'm not kidding you. It was smoke. That was yeah. awesome looking. They were smoking smoke good. Out. Yeah. Yeah, they were smoking good. They had the they had the top. The top shelf <laughs> smoke, <laughs> and, it was Hollywood uh, yeah. smoke. So, uh, but uh, I, you know, I digress. We're we're going we're going between two events. There was a morning <laughs> wake up call <laughs> for some of us, and then there was a afternoon uh, flyby. So we'll we'll start first with the the Texan that came over to visit. All right? Did we say where this is for people who just arrived from another planet? Bomberfield in Monteville, Texas, just west of Houston. Right, or northwest of where is it? Well, they the they call it like it's it's well it's northwest of Katy. It splits two ninety and I ten. Okay, so, so west by northwest. It's west, but it is probably you could probably say due west Houston. All right, or thereabouts. There thereabouts, yeah. Bomberfieldusa.com is their website. All right. Yeah, we've it, been there many times. If you've been a listener of our show for years, Fitz and I have attended quite often. You know. Yeah, it was a field literally started because a, a gentleman had nowhere to fly his giant airplane, so he decided to build his own airfield. B.B. Weber. B.B. Weber. It's, it's got yeah. a paved runway. I don't know how long it is. Several Rest his soul. He passed away two years ago, I believe. Yeah. It was two or three years ago. Yeah, it wasn't that and long ago. And thankfully, his family has allowed the club to stay there as long as they pay the taxes on the, the field. Uh, you know, they're still it's still up for sale, so they're still a little concerned. But they said as long as oh, the club that. keeps up the do, uh, the taxes and you know because I think they put a, an outrageous offer for the the field out there. So anyway, things are seem, things seem to be working real well. So got a huge amount of club members. They, it's a really wonderful place. It's got a grandstand up, you know, uh, raised up, you know, a, a level. So. Uh, a lot of people who just come to watch have a great, great seat, <laughs> and they really had a great seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for someone we know, <laughs> what's what's that guy doing out there? <laughs> uh, all right, I guess we got to get into that. <laughs> so what we've been alluding to for the past several minutes is um, when they they shut down the field, they said, "Hey, we're going to have a flyby by a, a T six Texan by a, a locally known pilot." And so that's, they shut everything down. So, okay, we're waiting for this guy to come out. And so I had the brilliant idea of going out into the field to get some uh, reverse shots of the of the field, of course, of the, the stands and the pilot station stuff. I was out there with my cell phone just taking a few pictures. Like, yeah, hey, let me get, you know, the crowd and the, some wide-angle shots and that kind of stuff. And as I'm doing that, uh, they announced, oh, hey, he's going to fly over. I was like, oh, cool. And so, yeah, I was going to. I was kind of going to walk back, and then I see him in the distance, and he he makes a pass uh, on the far side. Well, he makes this his first pass. His first pass was kind of on the far end of the far side of the field, facing from opposite of the stand. So he's kind of out, and he does a pass. I think a wing low pass. Let me let me enhance the dialogue here. It was a wing low pass of about 50 feet. 
So yeah, he was already low. people who have seen the video I posted on Facebook. And just real quick little plug here: that video has been seen over five thousand times. Really, wow, nice. the one I posted. And uh, but he does make a low pass, and there have been people commenting. So I was like, I don't see you don't see that anymore. You know, they're usually way out. You know, like when you go yeah. to Wings over Houston, none of those passes are under a hundred feet or so. And boy, this guy came in tight and close, and boy, the oohs and ahs came out. Yeah, I mean, this guy, you know, he was. <laughs> and the yeehaws! He was, he was, he was intent on putting on a show. And oh, so he does he a wing did. low pass, but he was kind of far enough away to say, oh, that's kind of neat. I was, since I was out in the field, I said, hey, I got a nice shot. I'm a little closer to him. And he flies by. And I said, oh, that's cool. I, I, I mean, um, I think I took some picture stills. I can't remember. And I said, well, next time, uh, I'll be, before I walk back to the pits, let me. Uh, when he does another one, I'll, I'll shoot some video of it and make sure I get a good shot. And so he comes back around, and I notice that, wait a minute, he's not quite as far out as he was last time. And then he, he comes down, I was like, wait a minute, he's also getting really low. And how come, the only thing I see is a radial engine. <laughs> and he's coming right at me. If he had machine guns. I hear guns, a Fitz grinder. <laughs> and he's getting, he's getting lower and lower and coming making a beeline right at me i don't mean like a past me around me it's like he's it's almost like he saw me says oh yeah all right target in sight he, he doesn't he, i think he doesn't need his head anymore and he is low i mean looking at him i i'm like i don't see his propeller looks like it's barely clearing the ground and all i could do is drop to the ground completely lay flat Somehow I still had a presence of mind to keep my camera up and, and, and on him, but I'm like, oh my God, he's getting lower and he's getting lower. And I'm, at the point before uh, contact, so to speak, uh, I was trying to scoot away a little bit to get off his center line and he flies right over me. And I swear I could have touched the landing gear and count the rivets and uh, it was extremely low, Unco way, way, <laughs> one of those. Uh, the like goodbye crew world. It was nice to know you. Kind of pass. <laughs> but what a way yeah, to go! He flew huh? Right over me. <laughs> I what sure like yeah. this pair of underwear. This was my favorite underwear. <laughs> yes, he's like if I'm going to go, this is the way to go. Uh, yeah, it was. And, well, and it'd be it'd be friendly fire though. <laughs> it would be friendly fire. And I I, I I had hoped he saw me and that maybe he was just trying to scare me a little bit or something because it was uh, it was un frightfully low the way he passed over me. And, and I get up, and you can hear on the video, at me the rare cases where you hear me swear. I was so proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> that came from the heart. I was like, holy... Um, now, now, Lee's video, he has, actually has video of it sort of flying over me. And it doesn't look like it was quite that low, but it was still yeah, always very see, low. Always see her fits his feet. <laughs> yes. I'm lying reverse prone. I'm back flat. I'm trying to make myself vertically minimalize as i could doing snow angels ground. to try to dig yourself into the yeah exactly grass <laughs> angels <laughs> so, yeah. i had just but just so you guys know because i would have told fitz to get his ass back if i known he had walked out there because all i know is i had i had just taken the camera the video camera from ryan he made the ryan videotaped the first pass so i took the camera to do the next pass so i've got the camera the plane in sight excuse me and i hear Ryan talk about a dog out on the runway. There's this dog that had been roaming around the, the, the club all day. And so I saw the dog and I'm a quarter of my ass. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's probably not a good thing. 
But I think some of the oohs and ahs I got were people watching you hit the deck <laughs> because I was I was watching the Tex the the AT Tex AT six Texans excuse me, and and then I hear Fitz come back. I had no idea he was out there. Nobody knows I, I would have I would have liked. What are you doing? Stop! Get back! I mean, I had no idea my buddy had walked out there to do, do pictures until he came back and he was shaking like a leaf. Oh, that poor guy! Oh my god, I felt so bad because, of course, we all know how low that guy got. And Fitz and the camera could be heard. You, if you listen, watch the video. He's like, "I didn't know he was going to do that. I didn't know he was going to do that." <laughs> idea. I've never seen anybody fly that low right over the, basically flew right over the, almost the runway of the, yeah. of the club field. So uh, he was further out than that, but it was further out, but not much. Yeah. You I guys mean, got well, your money's worth. That was a up yeah. close show. Well, and he and made that, a couple of passes like that. He, he cut the say, tree line was just, at one point. That was just the first pass. Yeah. You know, that was the first, the morning uh, event with the afternoon one was probably even better. But Hey Fitz, you have to agree with me here though. Cause I was, I was pleasantly just watching the event without a camera in hand because I wanted to enjoy the show. So Ryan had the camera, but when the, that Texan came around for the first pass and dropped behind the trees, you couldn't hear a pin drop because he disappeared behind the trees. We see yeah. him. He goes down, goes down, lower, lower the tree. He goes under the trees and then we see nothing. And everybody's like, <gasps> yeah, like did he? Crash? And then he just goes, wow, you know, just comes right up. And, I mean, that was pretty darn cool. I wish I had the camera. And unfortunately, Ryan's had no focus, so there's just a big blur the entire time. But man, that I mean, they obviously know that that appearance, that what do you call it, that uh, depth of field and so forth. Yeah, you know, yeah. makes it look that way. Uh, but anyway, he did put on a good show. That got things started. But the afternoon. I mean, let's let's stay on the full scale for a bit. Well, hold on. After- Before we move from oh. Fitz's near-death experience, when you look <laughs> at the, the screen grab from Lee's video, you can tell it's low, but you don't fear for Fitz's life. But I can only imagine what it was like from Fitz's perspective. That- from a first-person view, it looked like he was making a beeline for my forehead. Yeah. So it was uh, into your, into that situation. Yeah, it's it obviously it, he wasn't that low, but it was <laughs> it's uh, what do you call it? Perception is reality at that point. Right. <laughs> if if it had just been at Wings Over Houston and it was a zero, like Fitz would have been like, "Take me down." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably would have said, "Banzai" as they gone by Banzai, or something. Like that. I'm all yours. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that that shot. Because I I saw the the footage from Fitz's camera. If it was a zero, though, you know, right. Fitz would have been cheering and screaming. He would have been, "Yeah, buddy." <laughs> yeah, no, I would have been swearing in Japanese. Right. <laughs> what was the last thing through Fitz's mind? Well, a ten foot propeller going. About <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it was low because i you know when you see the video the, the thing is just you know you can i took a i took a I freeze froze the video a couple uh, a couple spots and you can tell you can look up the wheel wells and uh it was it filled the whole frame of the camera so anybody so for in those position of you would have hit the dirt there's no question yeah. Uh, there's a for for those of you listening and uh, i highly encourage you to do this go to youtube I don't have the link. Uh, I'll maybe I'll have Terry link it to the podcast. But if you go to YouTube, look up uh, "Don't Mess with Texas B17," and uh, there's a, a shot of a B17 coming down the road, like at you. It gets it keeps coming towards you more and more and more. These guys like throw a trash out the window. Have you ever seen it, Fitz? 
no. there's a truck on the freeway and this this guy throws a can out and I think it was I think it's the Texas Raiders B seventeen. But it's it's very logged up the field. But this guy throws a trash piece of trash out of his car window and then he he disappears out of frame and then this B seventeen comes over the hill and just hugs the road coming right at the camera i mean it's the same view you had and and then there's this other one i don't i don't know where it is but it's a picture of um of a uh gosh i'm not sure which uh which twin it is it's a it's a float a float plane but these guys are fishing and i think it may have been from the movie always is that right oh uh, yeah it's a catalina is that I, I don't ah gosh I'm sorry guys I don't remember but there's a great shot where these guys are on the the water and this plane's coming right at them and they both jump out of the boat. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I was I was thinking about Fitz then. <laughs> oh yeah, I know what video you're talking about. I've seen that one. Yes. Yeah. That, uh, that yes. reminds me of an episode, not quite the same, but when I was at Ceph, uh, I forget what year it was, but the they were about to do the one of the midday shows where Mac Hodges was going to do his B29 demo. And we and my crew were kind of off on one end of the field and we didn't go to show center to watch the show because from having seen it the day before, we knew we had a pretty good spot where we were anyway. So the, all the tents and stuff that they had set up for the, the air bosses were empty. So I went out under one of those to shoot photos and it's right on the runway. And next thing you know, here comes that B 29 on the takeoff run. And it looks like it's not going to take off and it's coming straight for us. And one of the guys I was with, uh, bailed out at a full gallop before the B-29 came in. It's hard to describe in the same way, but I've never laughed so hard. <laughs> needless to say, it wow. didn't hit. It, it took off in time. and Mac put on a great show. But, yeah, it looked like we were about wow. to get taken out by a 20-foot span B-29. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, talk about some of the, the stuff we saw at the event uh, as far as models and stuff. Enough of me, my near-death experience. And uh, we did have a really good time there. Some some stuff, um, some really nice uh, planes showed up. Uh, was there anything that stood out to you, Tara uh, Lee? What, that half-size Cub? <laughs> yeah, it was for sale, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I thought I heard somebody said it was for sale, but yeah, there was it a Cub. It wasn't a Warbird, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was looking at it. <laughs> Tack Cub. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of, now I noticed there was a lot of stuff that showed up, but I didn't see a lot of the stuff that flew as far as, um, not a huge percentage of the planes I saw flew that I could recall, at least on that, on Saturday. Well, the big thing for me, which I was really hoping to do a full circle story was that, uh, Jimmy Cowman from New Mexico, he repaired the Black Widow. Oh, yes. That crashed last year. Yes. And it was a pretty dorky... I mean, he knows that sucker in when that wing came loose. But he repaired it and brought it back. And sadly, uh, the one time when I was ready to videotape it, he couldn't... He had some engine trouble, so I never got to see it fly. But I know that there are pictures of it flying uh, the previous day on Friday. So that was neat to see that he brought it back. Yeah, he fixed it, did a good job repairing it. Did, did you see his pilots in there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was, little skeletons, yeah. yeah, yeah I he, had to, he won Best of Show. Maybe he I'm won something. He he did win something. I can't remember what it was. but he I did. think it was for the B-29. No, I think it was for Black Widow. Really? Yeah. Well, good. And good for him. Yeah, he. Um, I think he renamed it. He called it the... Uh, was the skeleton was the skeleton crew or no no it was something else um but anyways he he got some new pilots he had a story behind those pilots he said he went to um somebody he knows that makes pilots and he said he wanted skeletons and initially 
the guy had refused. Uh, he said, no, I don't want to do that. Because apparently they're, they're um, sculpted. Hmm. They're not molded or anything like that. They're actually hand sculpted. And the guy apparently didn't want to do the skeleton. He wanted to do something more interesting. And he kept pestering the guy to do skeletons. And he finally did some skeletons for him and put it on his website. And it, now they're like one of his top-selling items <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh what a good story <laughs> uh yeah so uh it, that was really neat to, to see that and yeah he was he said he had some engine problems i think he had one engine that was running he, he had a screw back out of one of his engines or something like that and it, it leaned out so he had a, a kind of a hard landing with it and was tweaking landing gear back into place uh but uh, he was planning on flying again i don't know if he did it on Sunday or whatever, but uh, he was, uh, it was really good to see it back in the air again. Cause that's a neat plane. Yeah. Uh, the weathering on all of his models, he had what a P61, a B29, a B17. Did he have a B25 also? He was loud had... B25. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. The, uh... yeah. <laughs> what what standard B25. <laughs> oh boy. He's got great weathering on all of his stuff and usually some yeah. bullet holes and stuff like that. He does a really good job. Yeah, yeah, I actually talked to him a little bit about his weathering techniques and stuff, and so he was, uh, yeah, definitely spent some time on that. Yeah. He also has interesting skydivers that come out of his uh, airplane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that, Terry? No. In the video? Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, in the bomber video I posted, he had a little Gene Simmons doll come out of the B-29 with a parachute <laughs> and had an American flag on it, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I don't know what it is, but it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gene Simmons all dressed up as this Kiss persona, so it was nice. pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So do we? Um, yeah. Anything else? I I, I brought uh, four planes. And I flew all of them a couple times, and I, I saw Lee flew a bunch of his stuff a couple times. Our, our buddy Tom Blakeney from Fort Worth came down, and he he brought some planes, and also Mike Roz. Nick, Rosnick <laughs> showed Rosnick. up with his helicopters. Yeah. Uh, oh, that Sorry was... about that, Michael. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of these days that tells I pronounce his last name. Um, interesting enough, there was uh, three or four helicopters showed up, and one of them won for best electric. Oh. It was a yeah, big. It wasn't uh, Michael's. No, it wasn't Michael's. It was a big uh, Air Cobra. Yeah. Uh, that showed up. So uh, it's interesting to see that at a at a fly. And normally you see it fixed wings. Uh, uh, and there was a bunch of bombers there, like, as we mentioned before. So it was almost like the, it, it looked very much like the B-17 meet that they have in a fall. Uh, yeah. except just with a splattering of smaller planes. There was also, uh, some jets. They had four jets that were there. Uh, yeah, four jets. And at one point they put them all up at the same time. Oh. So, uh, some big turbines, an F-22, uh, was it a T-45, F-16, and I'm missing something. What was the other one? A-10. There was an A-10, the big A-10. Oh, okay. Well, fun. Yeah, they put they put on a nice show. Yeah, I always need to see all four at the same time, uh, and and a lot of flying. I mean, they did a good amount. There was a few times they closed the flight line down for the, the flyovers uh, of the full scale, but when they weren't doing that, then it was a usually a, a good gaggle of aircraft in the air. Yeah. Well, the the afternoon flyover with the P fifty one was was exciting. Yeah, to yeah, say the least, good. and I enjoyed my son reacting to it. He was like, "Oh, I'm so glad I came." It was awesome. So, did your kids fly as well? Did my kids fly? Austin, uh, Ryan did not. Although he did go visit the tank area, they, uh, sadly, they weren't letting kids run the tanks. I don't know what 
They used to really, they the weren't. Kids do. Yeah. Oh, they, that's. So... You, you have to be a member now and all that oh. jazz. So I, you know, it is what it is. And you know, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> I was like, Dad, if we pay eighty dollars, we can get a membership and <laughs> go rent a tank. I was like, <laughs> no. But uh, he had a fun time. He videotaped and he, you know, he walked around. He didn't have. A, he doesn't have a warbird, so I let him bring my Park Zone uh, P forty seven Thunderbolt with retracts. And I mentioned to him, I said, you know, the sucker is a little nose heavy with the gear going straight down with the retracts. It doesn't, tends to nose over. So you may want to just, you know, take off and fly and then, you know, gear up land because it's got a skid underneath to just, you know, land in the grass until you get a hang of it. I turn around, that sucker guy has the gear down. He lands on the runway and greases the landing. You know, it's like, uh, he goes, well, dad, it wasn't that hard. You know, you just, <laughs> it was like on, on this hand, I wanted to slap him on this hand. I wanted to pat him on the back for a job well done. So I was very <laughs> conflicted, but darn it. He flew that thing twice. And again, he did a great job at landing it both times. Unlike his father. Yeah, maybe he can give you some pointers. Oh, see, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, unlike his father, who I did fly my awesome i had i had very nice compliments about my d-day corsair in fact tom blakeney gave me a nice compliment too but i did fly that it flies great and fits you got your hands on it too the little park zone corsair oh yeah 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 we fly a little bit yeah, yeah. nice very nice flying plane yeah and uh i i landed it fine but you know when i was doing a turn she nosed over on me and no harm done there however i did fly wilson twice and the first flight was great. I had a wonderful time flying that thing. It, just, it flies on rails. Hold on, back up. Uh, Wilson oh, is shoot. your top flight? 60 Corsair okay. with a yeah. Yeah, DLE 20. And uh, I didn't get to fly in the gaggle, but I, I did just, you know, take it out for a spin when there was, you know, not many people out there. And uh, the second flight, uh, Fitz and I got out. He brought out his electric Hellcat, his Horizon Hobby Hellcat. Right. That popular video he has on his YouTube channel. One million views. <laughs> you all know Fitz Walker <laughs> with Hobby View, right? <laughs> if not, there's a Horizon Hobbies interview with him yesterday that you can see on the Horizon Hobby website. Anyway, we'll I sandpaper him about that later. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll plug Fitz later. <laughs> Ooh, and uh, so anyway, we were flying. I came in for landing. Uh, with those gas retracts, I've always been concerned about them not coming down. I've had one gear up landing on Wilson already, which turned out great. It was no damage done. But I brought, I dropped the gear. I was just not sure. I don't know if it was the the, the heat, the the sweat in my eyes fits. <laughs> it was it was hot out there. But I just I did not have confidence that my gear was down. And Ryan was uh, next to me, so darn it. I was like, man, I I will come by. I think I'll just try landing in the grass. And that was my mistake. I shouldn't have done that. But I brought it down. She's rolling out on the grass, and then she just stops. I mean, the wheels—I don't know—caught something or whatever. But I mean, she looked. Le- did you, I don't know, Fitz? Were you still flying? Uh, no, no, because I, I, I remember seeing you in the uh, undignified position. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in all, so in all honesty, Fitz, did you think I did something wrong? Would you have landed differently, or did I just no, catch something? The landing looked fine. You probably just caught a rut or something. Out there, yeah, out in the fields. So the part that Terry was has hinting to is I unfortunately flipped Wilson, and I broke another rudder. I should probably just have like a little symbol of rudders <laughs> in my workshop somewhere <laughs> on how many rudders I've broken on flipping over. But you're darn, an ace I, by I, now, the, for sure. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, yeah, I've killed way more of myself than you know the enemy. Uh, yeah, the enemy. My my Achilles heel is the darn it. I I flipped my corsairs so. 
Uh, it's damaged. It's not terrible. It's it's repairable. The only problem I had mentioned to Terry after I you know walked home with my tail between my legs was trying to get that matching monocoat. Mm, right. I think that's one of those colors that it's it's hard to find. So I might have to just shame myself and put like a hot pink <laughs> you know, on all my runners every time I damage them. You know, the 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 monocoat of shame, uh, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, it's repairable. But I will say the the good news of all this was that I just had repaired my tank my fuel tank for the corsair i had had i had to put a 10 ounce tank in there just due to the all the changes i made so it's a little smaller but for the amount of time i fly it's perfect and uh, i took your advice fitz i went ahead and embraced uh, larger copper or excuse me brass tubes onto the existing fuel lines to fit the tubing oh yeah to make an adapter yeah, which worked perfectly because I had no leaks. It was dry as a bone in there. I think before it was a little little damp. Uh, but no, the, the plane flew great with the new clunk that I got. I used my friend Greg Yancey's advice and picked up an echo trimmer clunk, hmm. a little fuel clunk. It's, it's this yeah. heavy black line with a foam-laden type pickup. I don't know if you've ever seen this before. Who are you talking about? I think you sent the picture, didn't you? Uh, I may have. But yeah. yeah, so Greg says, oh, yeah, he puts these in all his plays, and it... it Ran great. You get it like a Home Depot or something? Yes. Made for a weed eater? Yeah, it's made for an echo trimmer. Um, And I can get the part number and I'll I'll post those photos if I need to. But it is a heavy clunk, but it's got a filter on it and with a black fuel line. So he pulls that out and puts it in his tanks, on all his tanks, and he says he's never had an issue. And Wilson flew great. So, you know, rolls and loops, no no hang-ups or, you know. Were you starving for fuel? So I was I was very pleased with it. And yeah, so I had a great time. I just, unfortunately, <laughs> and I'm hoping some of you who are listening will, will nod and say, yes, I've had those daily. But it was pretty hot. It was very humid. Uh, it's been worse. I will say so far, I, <laughs> I haven't had Arkansas hot yet. <laughs> I mean, small, small a couple years ago was just awful. So I haven't experienced that, but it was hot and... Uh, I was, you know, trying to deal with that, but when I dorked Wilson, I suddenly turned into a mini rage, and I told my kids, "Just leave Daddy alone, back the way off, <laughs> don't talk to me." And I, you know, ten minutes on the drive home, I was just talking to myself, like, "It's okay, you've got CA. I'm sure we'll find some monocote." <laughs> it's okay, you got I, CA. I, <laughs> it's lyrical. I, I just, I, I mean, look, there were three other guys there that I saw crash planes. You know, they had to go do the huge uh, golf cart drive of shame to go pick up the pieces. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't experience that. But I, I do hate nosing over my Corsairs. <laughs> there you go. You just need a stronger rudder. Uh, true. Uh, but to top off what I brought, we did bring five planes. Uh, we didn't even mention my P-38. Uh, and sadly, gosh, Fitz, I, I'm going to like kick you too. Nobody photographed my P-38 flying. I have one picture of Wilson and no other planes well, except for the one when I handed. Photographed it? Yeah, hmm. I wish, you wish someone would have photographed my P-38 when I was flying. None of the pictures I've looked at online that people have shared on the Texas Warbird. Uh, oh. Texas Warbird. Texas what? Warbird. Thunder. Wasn't I flying at the same time you were with the P-38? Oh, yeah, that's your excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I could just play my kids because they were there, right? <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah kids. Just, I, it would have been nice to have the, some shots of the P38. But I also flew my top 
excuse me, Tower Hobbies P51 Shangri-La. And I actually, I was surprised. I actually landed pretty well on that one. Well, uh, that's that a was tough one. Really, yeah. That one it is, yeah. Easily. Yeah, so uh, that was good. Uh, I, I had the Park Zone Corsair, Wilson, P38, and the P47. So we flew them all. Which P38? That's the JR Hobbies. This is oh, the okay. one I got from uh, the estate sale for... Hello. Colonel Dave. Oh, okay. I was about to say Captain Dave. I was like, no, it's <laughs> he's a colonel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good. So do you launch that by yourself now, or do you have someone do it for you? The Oh, no, no. That's the... That's not the JR. This was, oh, did I say JR? You did. Yeah, JR is a so sorry. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, this was the Raiden Tech uh, P38. Okay. The one from Nitro Planes? Yeah, that, Nitro Planes. Right? Yeah. And that one has landing sorry. gear? Yeah, it's, it's fixed. Tricycle. Okay. Well, cool. It flies great, actually. And it's, you know, it's very unique in that it has uh, a battery in each, behind each motor. So each one has got a separate battery. So I got to make sure they're balanced just right. Yeah, right. And I actually had a guy looking at it and go, oh, that's a really cool plane. So it was nice to, to talk about it. But of course, Fitz had people talking about his Hellcat. You know, he had a little group of fanboys over there admiring his Hellcat. <laughs> yeah, it was one guy who had one. He hadn't put it together yet. So he was, he was oh, yeah. interrogating me on motors and that kind of stuff. And he wanted to see it fly. So uh, hopefully it got him some steam under his uh, uh, belt to go get his in the air. Oh, uh, speaking of P-38, Tom and Fitz were flying together, which was really fun for photos. Tom, yeah. Fitz was flying his Tony, and Tom was flying his uh, P-38 from, what, Flightline? Uh, no, not, Motion RCs. Yeah, the Motion so, RC. I think that is a Flightline, yeah. I think. Yeah. So that was really cool to see you guys flying together. They were they were trying to take turns. Who's, <laughs> who's yeah. behind who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that was it. You mentioned a Tony. That's an old Kyosho kit, and I had been having some problems with it with vibrations on the, with the motor, and so at the last minute, I decided to rip out the old motor and put in a new motor. I found one in the uh, motor drawer that looked like it would be a good match. It was a little heavier, which I needed. I needed some nose weight. Uh, the KV was a little different, so I had to go from a, I think the old one was a four or five cell to a six cell. Which again, I needed some nose weight, so I plopped that in, plopped the uh, bigger battery pack, and uh, took some nose weight out, and it turned out it flew really well. It was a pretty you, good match. You have a six cell in that? Yeah, it's a six cell. Yeah. Man, what size is it? Because that is not a big plane. Six cell, five thousand. Golly, it's like all battery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, what's the wingspan? It can't be more than forty-eight inches. Yeah, it's a forty-size plane, so maybe fifty inches. Like <laughs> when in doubt, more cells. Hey, yeah, I needed it. Well, it was a kind of the KV in the motor was a little bit low, so I had I needed to go to six cells to get the RPMs out of it. And I know, but just with the prop, and, I yeah. have to have a picture of you holding it. It's like this is a six cell plane, and you'd be like, "What?" I mean, hell, my my Tiger Cats <laughs> two four S's, so <laughs> more power. <laughs> it flew good wow. though. I mean, it's got flaps, so I can slow it down on landing and stuff. But ah, that's cool. It uh, flew great. Yeah, got got that nice pass photo of you that you went by. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for that, because I don't think I have very many or, or any pictures of that thing in the air. So it's one of the rare times. Because I almost never fly because I had that problem. So now the vibrations are gone and it powers up, and so it's a, I might bring it up some more often. Were you running a gearbox on it before? No, wait. <laughs> Sorry, Come again. Little, little GWS yes. four hundred. <laughs> actually, I did. Good memory, Terry. I actually originally had a gearbox on it. I had a um, um, hacker motor with a gearbox, a, a centrifugal 
uh, not planetary, planetary gearbox. Yeah. Planetary, yes. yeah. And that was the funny story about that gearbox. I had a problem with that gearbox in that the end bell part where the um, the planetary gears are apparently was glued on some sort of glue or something. And one past day tense. I went to past tense, yes, because I I went to rev up the motor to to taxi out. And the whole front assembly just popped off and flew across the runway for about 20 feet. <laughs> it's a feature, huh? <laughs> that was way back. That was that motor was actually used on um, oh, Kyosho Zero that I had done a review for RC groups way, way, way back when on 16 um, NICADs. Hmm. And so at the time, there wasn't a whole lot of options for large motors. And so that this... This hacker on a gearbox was one of the things I picked up because it fit, it meant I could run a nice big three-bladed prop on it on 16 cells, and it was a good power setup. It actually was a really good power setup at the time. And then I transferred, when I crashed that zero, I put it into the um, um, uh, Tony and flew it for a little while until the front end kept coming off, so I, I pulled it out. <laughs> and by that time, outrunners were a thing, so I put a little outrunner in it, and it worked okay, but... I had started getting vibration problems with the with the thing, and it just was the way it was old, uh, uh, Plattenberg motor. Hmm. And so now I stuck in, I forgot what it was, maybe a, a Jetty, not a Jetty, AXI motor, I think is in there now. Um, so you were talking, one last thing, Lee, you were talking about the weight of the batteries. That little zero I picked up with the uh, four-cycle engine? Yeah. That was the same zero that I had electric conversion, and that's the one that Terry was mentioning, that motor. I, I crammed 16 NICAD cells into that plane. <laughs> well, it does, I mean, those planes do have short noses, right? Yeah, yeah. Thinking. I had to poke it through the firewall. I had to cut the firewall out and poke the batteries through it to get the balance. Uh, so that plane was not a lightweight, but it just still flew okay. It flew, flew all right. So I'm, uh, I've, I've had my deal with heavy, overweight electric planes in the past, so. Well, speaking of that Kyosho, because you flew that, and it, it's, oh, man, you, that Enya. You got a steel, buddy. That Enya motor sounds so good. It does, yeah. I mean, it's just purring perfectly. But you, of course, had some issues flying it on your Maiden. We could tell it was a little tail heavy. What did you end up uh, adding into it? Do you remember how much weight you had to add? Uh, was it tail heavy? It was a little, the elevator was a little sensitive, but I, I wouldn't call it tail heavy. I mean, it flies pretty, what did I do? Well, it didn't have the cowl on. Yeah, no, no, I... I don't know if I added, did I add any weight to it? I don't think I did, other than I put the cowl on, which has some weight. I think that helped settle down a little bit. I, I put the five-pound cowl on. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't add any weight. I, all well, I did was put the cowl on, and I um, I toned down the elevator throws, and I maybe put a little bit of exo in it, and it flies fine. So maybe it was, just a, a, it was a steel-cased Enya motor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a tungsten prop nut. <laughs> yeah. That Enya purrs along really good. It does really okay does. with that three-bladed prop. It's not overpowered, yeah, but it's nicely powered. I am glad you got that plane because that, uh, that's like perfect for your arsenal, and it just seems like that worked out real well. Yeah, so am I. Thanks, thanks for, for uh, mediating that deal. Uh, that's Hunting uh, it down like for it. you? Yeah. <laughs> and what's his name was there, who, who the previous owner was there? At Wally. The, yeah, Wally he mentioned to me that he was, he was real happy to see it fly and that I was able to get it flight ready and enjoy it. He was really but wasn't wasn't the story that you met the guy who actually had it and then gave it to Wally? Yeah, like, yeah. He yeah. um he's like does some work for um Thomas at Tomas, uh, yeah, Tomas, Tomas. at uh, what was previously known as VQ Warbirds. Um, now known as Legend Hobby. Legend Hobbies, yes. And the guy came up and says, "Yeah, that was my plane, and I had 
started putting it together and never flew it and never he said he, he said the engine was never run um and I so it. and so he gave it to wally and wally i could maybe tinkered with it a little bit but never ran it either uh so I was, and as that guy walked away fits with sucker, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a small world i guess so here in texas but uh i'm, I'm really enjoying it because I, I like it's, it's i always like, I like the little four strokes like that and uh, i always wanted to have one so it meets all kinds of stuff. It does sound kind of neat when it flies by. Yeah. So, uh, Terry, we have been just reminiscing about our event. Do you have any questions about the show that we can try to answer? Um, I don't know. You guys have covered it pretty well, I think. Uh, you mentioned some crashes. It wasn't you guys. Anything dramatic or interesting? I never saw any of them. I know I saw some people walking back. There was a biplane um, uh, albatross that crashed, apparently, but... I saw him take off, and then the next thing I know, apparently he was walking back with pieces, but I never oh. saw it go in. It's too bad. I never photographed or videotaped anybody going in. I had a couple of rough landings. Uh, I did see Randy, that darn Randy, Lar- uh, Randy Larson. He tricked me. He was walking down the flight line with a top-flight Corsair that was crashed, and he turned to me and said, yeah, I crashed my Corsair. And I was like, oh, no. Because it, it looked just like his. Well, what I failed to realize is someone else crashed it and gave it to Randy, and Randy pulled a fast one on me. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't crash his Corsair. They crashed a different No, he didn't crash his. Someone crashed theirs and gave him the parts. Okay. And so he walked by me going, yeah, I crashed my Corsair, and I fell for it. <laughs> I was like, damn it. And I'll tell you, this is the, this is the part that hurts the most, because this happened before my Corsair flipped. And after my Corsair flipped and I was a little angry with myself and I was going home and going, oh, so I remember being in my car during that cool down period telling myself, well, at least I didn't crash my Corsair like Randy did. (laughs) (laughs) And then Greg Yancey calls me about something else. And I said, oh, yeah, I felt so bad about Randy crashing his plane because Randy didn't crash his plane. Someone gave him a bust up one. I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't called Randy yet to yell at him, but boy, I'll suck it to him next time I see him. (laughs) He's such a troublemaker. Uh, no, well, but otherwise, yeah, everything, you know, we had a couple, like, some bad landings, but other than that, everything was pretty good. Well, well there was a, a funny kind of crash. Uh, oh. The the kid that took <laughs> off his landing gear. Say it again. Were you there? Were we, somebody was flying, and we were flying low, and somebody said, hey, lower. And this, this kid that was standing next to us thought they were, we were talking to him, or somebody was talking to him. And so he proceeded to fly his, that little, um, was it a T-6? PT-19? Or, P, it PT-19. Like PT-19. Yeah, PT-19, yes. And he comes screaming down the runway, and all I hear, quack! <laughs> well, no, it was, crack! <laughs> he slid a long way. <laughs> yeah. And they asked if I got it, but I was so big, because I was photographing, it may have been me saying lower, because I was photographing yeah. Tom and Fitz flying. That's right, so yes. So yeah. Chris, Chris Dunnan came to me and asked if I had gotten it. I said, I know, but I remember seeing how far it was down the runway. <laughs> but it, it, it seemed to be okay. It didn't look like it was terribly damaged. It's just all the under the underbelly is completely scratched <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it sounded worse than it was, but he had gotten too low on his high-speed pass and just I think he ripped the landing gear off and just skidded down the runway. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Oops. <laughs> no, otherwise it was good. Uh, good turnout. I sadly did not win the raffle that I put billions of billions of dollars into. Did you find a nice uh, long arm person? 
I, you know, Terry, you nailed it. Uh, Joshua Burrell, he came out. He's like, I don't know, maybe six feet tall. <laughs> Stretch and Armstrong. I did. I, I gave him, I gave them lots of money for Josh to give me some stretches, and sadly, I didn't win diddly squat. But that's okay. I did it for a cause. Did it for the event. Did it for the club. Um, but you know, the guy who wasn't there won it. I'm like, I think that's got to be the rule from now on. You yeah, must be there. present to win. Because that's, you know, that's a bunch of malarkey. But I don't, I digress. Well, uh, I, I really I, would have liked that. I saw a lot of people putting tickets in that thing, so you had a lot of competition. It it filled a five-gallon bucket. Wow. I mean, they, the tickets were to the brim, so good good for them. And I'm sure we'll hear down the road how much money they made, but I bet it was a ton. Good. Now, was this Saturday only? No, it was, gosh, people were showing up on Tuesday that I heard. Oh, okay. But you guys yeah. were only there Saturday. We were only there Saturday. Okay. And it sounds like there were lots of different sizes and power systems around. Everybody play well together. Yeah. No one, you know, when I was, my, my smallest plane was probably the P-51. And there was, there were times when things calmed down. But, you know, when the jets came out, everybody just kind of backed off. Sure. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, uh, no, I think it was, I think it was all fair play. I mean, in fact, they gave the field to the helicopter guys too. So Mm -hmm. no, it was good. And I'll tell you, it's it's interesting. They said they had 90 pilots The you know, most they've ever had, but I remember attending one year and people waiting in line to fly. So this didn't have that, that feeling. It was even when were just 2.4. What, when the times when I had to wait in line? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was it was still spectrum. It was just people waiting to get up to the flight line. Wow! Oh. And maybe they were limiting the fl- pilot stations or something. Well, I mean, I think we weren't. You don't think there were more than five people flying at a time, do you? Well, that's true. Yeah, they were. It was more organized. Well, that's kind of what I said earlier. There were ninety pilots, but it never was very crowded in the flight line. And there was definitely several, quite a few planes I saw on the ground that never that I never saw fly. Yeah, it was probably more people just wanting to get out of their house and just show up and hang out with some friends than. Trying to fill the skies with planes. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But it was good. It was a good day. All right. Glad to hear it. So, And the hamburgers. Ooh, good hamburgers. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. I ended up coming home with a plane. Of course you did. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, why we, that's why we have these podcasts so you can tell us stuff. The Japanese uh, I or German? I forgot. No, it's American. Oh, can we guess? You want to do the little guessing game? Uh, uh, you want to do a guessing game? Yeah, okay. you say it's American. That helps us right there. It's American. Uh, single engine? Yes. Warbird? Yeah, yes, mostly. <laughs> okay, your turn. Your turn, Terry. Uh, high wing? No. Is it balsa? Uh, yes. Vintage? Uh, yes. Well, you mean vintage kit or vintage? Airplane? Vintage kit. Oh no, not a vintage kit. No, no. Oh, sorry. I was it's an it's vintage. an ARF. Okay. New in box? No. Okay. It's well. I like used. how he's look. <laughs> <laughs> is it a trainer? No. Huh. Is it is it from World War Two? Yes. <laughs> the plot thickens, and of course, our listeners are going, "Oh, I know, I know." <laughs> it's kind of a warbird. Is that what he said? It's a warbird. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's an ugly warbird. <laughs> it, it's been slightly modified. Pacific? No. Yeah, I flew in a Pacific. Carrier? No. Okay. So, so it's an Air Corps plane. Uh, yes. 
Army Air Corps. Low wing Army Air Corps. Kind of Ooh. a warbird. It's a warbird, but yeah. Does it have guns? <laughs> Does uh, the pilot stick his hand out the window and shoot? <laughs> it, it did. At one point, it did have guns, but not anymore. All right. Well, I don't want our listeners to be bored half to death where they're like, we know the answer. <laughs> Just say it. Oh. I, I surrender. I, I'm like, I've gone blank. I still it's haven't a, had enough coffee this morning. Uh, it's a Phoenix model Strega. Uh, yeah. I would have guessed that. That's... <laughs> so well, cool. it started as a P-51, but then it's got slightly modified for racing. Um, there's slightly. a guy there that, that uh, made me a deal I couldn't refuse. You get a lot of those. So, so I, I, I ended up coming home with it. Uh, it's going to need some work. It looks like it had a glow engine in it, but he also gave me a new cowl. So I'll probably, uh, I'm thinking of overpowering it with electric motor of some sort with a lot of batteries. Six us. No, actually, I think five thousand. <laughs> no, more than that. Something, something really, oh, bar, really high voltage, and uh, it's got some retracts I got to stick in it and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a little well worn, but you know, for the price, it'd be fun just to kind of uh, see what I can do with it. Uh, so, I was just as the show was ending, we were getting ready to pack up and go. I guess he didn't want to go home with it. So, I went home with a broken rudder. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz wins. <laughs> so an empty pocket and a broken rudder i i guess I, I failed miserably although i did come home with a good video that's been making the round so yeah. i i tell you the 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 shots of the p51 flying over and stuff mm. have have the uh, comments good. brewing so. plus plus you're now monetized so you can get some lunch money out of that well i didn't monetize the facebook video that's the one that's making the, oh, the uh. youtube one is like 60 views so whatever. <laughs> but i'm happy to share with my fellow rc and aircraft enthusiasts so that's my goal <laughs> all right so we have done a lot of talking fits we need to switch over to terry dunn for a while so terry what do you want to talk about well i don't know if i can top what you guys said about barmer field but I went flying last weekend as well, and we had gorgeous weather up here on Sunday. It was, I don't need to get into it, but it's uh, the kind of day that makes putting up with the winter seem worthwhile. So it was a gorgeous day, went out flying, and there were a few maiden flights. Mark finished the Turbo B he's been working on. He's been building a Clancy Aviation Turbo B, which... I don't know. Are you guys familiar with what that is? It's a ducted fan, swept wing, flying wing. Yeah, thing. I hadn't seen one in a long time. That's probably the first time I saw one that actually flew. Yeah, they were originally designed, I think, for 049. And you put it inside that duct, and I think they did Speed 400s, too. And I can't imagine how this thing ever would have flown with a ducted Speed 400 and round sounds. But uh, Mark built it as an electric, and he put a brushless setup in there with a four-cell lipo. And we made that on Sunday, and it flew great. And I posted the video of that yesterday afternoon. So if you guys want to see it, it's on our Facebook and YouTube channels. So that was fun. And uh, another club mate of mine, Mike, was there. And he had the three-meter Fox glider, which is a ginormous foamy. He made that. And that flew really well. I mean, he's a good pilot. So there's that asterisk that goes with it. But from the launch, it just went smooth and... Was it self-launching, or did he... No, no, it was a hand launch. It's got a single wheel on the belly, but you can't take off with that. But it has a motor on it? Yep. 
So okay. it's a powered glider, which is powered oxymoron. But, uh, I think it's a six cell setup, six cell five thousand maybe. I don't it's know. pretty big. But, yeah, it's a three meter glider. Who makes that? FMS. Oh, okay. I can't, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we talk about it on our show? We probably did. <laughs> I don't remember. So, I, lo- I like how Vince is going, what's that all playing <laughs> No, I, I don't like, remember. I honestly don't remember. Sure we did, talked but, about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing about the Fox gliders, they're, they're kind of aerobatic. Yeah. Well. Mike was doing rolling circles with it during the maiden flight. So. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun to watch. I- I'm assuming being a three meter, that'd be long, slow rolling circles. No, no. He was yanking that thing around. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of mass to, to spin around. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty aerobatic and it's big and smooth. And it was fun to watch. And then he would uh, climb up and power off and do these uh, speed dives <laughs> with the prop folded back. What do you laughing? You, you at? should bring. You should bring out plywood overcast and say, "I raise you." <laughs> and it would probably have similar oh, yeah? velocities. Anything you can do, I can do slower. slower. <laughs> <laughs> So there was that, and um, our friend Doug was out there. He had an Astrohog. Doug's the guy, I think I mentioned before, that builds the uh, vintage radios, and he's into anything vintage. So he had an Astrohog out there, and he was doing some great uh, patterns, just touch and goes. So that was fun to watch. That's a good place. Yeah. And I took my Yin Yang. Oh, a Twin Star. And I was basically just testing out the two cameras that I've got. One is the 360 camera that I've talked about before. I put that in the Twin Star and did some testing with it. And then the other one was that tiny little 360, uh, not 360, the, uh, the, the Go camera, the little thing that's about as big as your thumb. And put that in the Yin Yang in a few different positions. And I continued to be impressed by that little camera. It's uh, very versatile. And uh, speaking of that, during the week, I put that same camera in my uh, Pro Boat Models PBR. What do they call it? Alpha Patrol Boat, which is a semi-scale model of the PBR. And I put it in several different places, one of them being inside the Twin 50 turret in the front. So I've got some video footage as if you're sitting in the turret. That's kind of fun. And that turret now has one of those random motion generators from Chris Wolf. Thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'll have to show you guys the footage. It's, I think it turned out pretty good. But that camera's well, just I'm so make small rec- light you can put it anywhere. I'm going to make the recommendation when you actually like make a video with that. You got to do what you did when you uh, called me on the phone and uh, you were, we were skyping video and you you pulled the camera up slowly <laughs> from the turret. You should like show people where the camera is going to be, you know, coming out of and all those different locations. Yeah. But that, that is that that. That's almost like a sorry. medical device. You don't want to know where it's been. (laughs) (laughs) Don't watch video number three. Anyway, uh, so that was my Sunday and my week. I did a fair bit of boating. There's a little pond here at a park down the street that's, it's tight, but it's just big enough to run that, um, that pro boat model. Mm. And also I've got one of those Kyosho surfer dudes. And that's fun to run around there. And I only had to go waiting once to retrieve my boat because <laughs> that uh, patrol boat doesn't have reverse. And I, I kind of got headed into the weeds the wrong way. But anyway, I've been enjoying well, the nice weather up here and uh, trying to get out. Speaking of boats, 
Because I'm going to segue into this. Both, both, good, both. good timing. Good timing, Terry. So, do you remember the 3D printed airboat that I had? Oh, yeah. You were supposed to finish that weeks ago. I didn't finish it. Uh, Austin did. Oh, okay. Somebody did. That's fine. You can delegate. But it gets better. This is where Terry's eyes will bulge and go, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. When you take something and you twist it around in a way it shouldn't be. That's exactly what he I He had... <laughs> he came into my office, bald, bug-eyed, going, Dad, I have a great idea. Can I borrow the 3D printed boat? I was like, yeah, I'm not doing anything with it right now because I couldn't find the parts I wanted. He comes back. <laughs> oh, my God. It's... Okay, this is one of those proud papa moments. He puts LEDs on it and a busted up tiny whoop mm. and mounts the four fans on the tiny whoop nice. to run this thing around the pool. I have a video to show you. I will post a photo on RC Roundtable. But that little guy got a tiny whoop to push that airboat around and it's perfect. And it worked. <laughs> it works perfectly. But he also added LEDs. He hot glued LEDs. I mean, it's, it's ugly as hell. You know? <laughs> so you have a face only a mother control? could love. Yes, it has rotor control. It's it's uh, he's got well, the you know the motor split up. It's hilarious. So differential thrust is what. Yes, oh, it's differential thrust, and it cool. and it's perfect. Really, and it just yeah. it kind of reminds me of the uh, plywood overcast with the way the two motors are. It's like he it's brilliant, and I think it's even better because the rudder is so small on this little airboat mm. that I'm thinking, man, that's exactly what it should have been done. You should have had a little crossbar and two motors, and just run that thing differential thrust. Well, I'm going to tell you that there's a little bit of a problem with that, at least for me. And I learned that on my airboat up here, that when you rely on differential thrust for steering, you can only steer when you have the power on. So when you get ripping right. across the top of the snow at top speed, and you need to slow down <laughs> and turn, you suddenly run into a problem. Maybe not so much of an issue in your pool, but... Well, we we need to add reverse then. <laughs> Something. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we could get them to rotate, like up and down, and lift you up out of a, a mess. <laughs> Fly you back to the, to base. <laughs> now, didn't Parrot have some sort of, you know, Parrot drones? I think they had some sort of uh, modification of one of their little mini quads that was a, I, I guess, an airboat or something like it. So I'll have to look through the archives and see. Well, he got the idea based on that kit you got from Horizon Hobby. Remember, I, I for, for gosh, forgive me, but it was the it was the tiny whoop that you could also turn into a car, and it was the also the plane. Oh, yeah, it was a hovercraft. The, the little hovercraft. Yeah. yeah. So he basically he, he had a hovercraft, and he just decided to slap that on here. But both all four motors are facing forward, and that was the same one that had the little flying wing kit that you could do exactly a flyer too. Yeah. Yeah, but it's working. So for your benefit, Terry. The airboat is now actually functioning and it's perfect for Fitz's next flotilla of fun. If he's going to mention that. Uh, so anyway, just, it was humorous. It was enjoyable. I got, it is so terribly loud and noisy. It's, it's, he's beating it up badly. It's rubbing on the rims or something, but it sounds awful. I might replace it with a nice sounding or something. Um, so it's just a horrific sound, uh, but it works and proud, you know, glad he, he chose to do that. And, no, no worries for me because I was like I had one idea in my head and he he dropped me. Cool. Well, tell him he earns my Mad Scientist Award for the week. I will tell him that. I know you'd be proud. Yes, your second son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fitz. So, uh, Flotilla is it still on? It's still on. Uh, it's going to be June twenty seventh. We usually start about nine a.m. in the morning. The only detail is where. Uh, our primary site, in fact, I'm going to check that, I think, tomorrow to make sure that it's open or not because uh, the way the cities have been 
working with their parks, they've been sort of semi-open, and on the weekends, they've been kind of weird about letting cars in. So I want to double-check that the primary site is indeed open on Saturday. If not, then we have a secondary site in mind. So I will be sending out, I have an email list. So anybody listening to the show, if they're in the Houston area and interested in joining the boat float or flotilla of fun, uh, send us a note to our RC Roundtable. Was it contact at rcroundtable.com? Uh, and I'll add you to the mailing list and I'll have, uh, I'll have updates on the mailing list the, of where we will have it. Normally it's in the South Houston area, in the Clear Lake area. And so once I hammer down, uh, the location, then I will send out another email and, and tell everybody what finally is. So people are looking forward to this. This is our first one of the year, I think. For sure. Uh, yeah, because I had planned on one earlier, but then the whole lockdown thing happened and that kills, killed that. So, uh, and I, I've got a new little sailboat. Did I tell you about the the footer, the little, the little single channel sailboat I picked up from a? Yeah, you I think did. I mentioned that last time. Yeah, so uh, I'm looking curious to see how that one runs. <laughs> so, um, so it's still on. Just uh, give me a couple days to hammer down the location, and we'll see. You. Do, do you think you might make it down, Lee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We get to we see the airboat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the tiny whoop boat, and and don't worry, I'll bring my tugboat to retrieve it. <laughs> <laughs> I may come up with a different uh, retrieval method because I may have told you when I designed the the little mount, which works great. I then added lights to the front, and then I realized the lights are blocking the pipe that goes in front. So oh, yeah. I might I might come up with a a prettier. <laughs> looking retrieval method versus my PVC pipes, which, by the way, work perfectly. Yeah, you need to set up a <laughs> camera on there so you can record your rescues. Yes, we will. Oh, yeah. I, we talked about that because I, I can replace the top hatch of the cabin and put different mounts and stuff on it. So it's perfect for that. Now, did you ever yeah. set it up with FPV? No, that's what I meant. I was like, oh, I'll, okay. I'll do that. I'll probably grab all the stuff off my F-18 that we use to try to do the in-air refueling and just swap it over there. Does that mean the refueling is dead? No, just I can borrow it. Oh. <laughs> you borrow parts <laughs> off of planes all the time, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> anyway, so is that all we got today? Uh, are to... we going to provide any best updates? Or is that still... I can. Okay. So uh, if you're listening to the show and you're not a member of rcgroups.com, please do so. We do, or I do rather, have a thread for best on RC Groups. It is all TBD <laughs> to be determined. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to. I don't know. I can't. I can't commit right now because we're still up in the air. But there is some rumor that Bomber may not be available for us, which is unfortunate. Uh, the good news being, though, that I have talked to our club and they're very open to the idea. But we're all in a waiting pattern. We're just trying to see what's going to happen. Bomber would relatively be a better location because of the facilities uh, and the fact that they have a nice big asphalt runway. Uh, unfortunately, Northwest RC only has a grass runway, so we'd be going back to our roots, Fitz, <laughs> Terry. <laughs> you know, bring all the big-wheeled airplanes, uh, but we could still have it. So uh, the good news is, yeah, I think we'll still be able to put it together, and who knows, it might be bigger and better than before. Uh, but we just, we're just going to keep it on hold for now. So go to RC groups. There's a thread in the events page, subscribe to it and keep track of all the announcements I will post there. And of course, keep tuning into our show. Cause I'll let you know as soon as some firm dates are set. All right. 
Thanks for uh, doing the legwork on all that. You betcha. And I'm hoping to fly some guy named Terry Dunn down to the lovely state of Texas come best time. Wouldn't that be <laughs> fun? It will be a blast. Yeah. And yeah. And Chris Wolf has mentioned to me that he is interested to come down for the B-17 Big Bird event. Fitz. Oh, really? I, I offered him room and board at Shea Ray <laughs> if he'd like to come in. <laughs> so. Chateau Loray. Well, you, you've stayed at Chateau Le Ray. Oh, yeah, a bunch of times, yeah. You've given us rave Five reviews. Stars. Thank you for that. <laughs> it's, and for Terry, if he stays at Shea Ray, it'll be a shiner on the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah, let's, let's hope for September and October to be some revisiting our pals and having some more flying events. Yeah. And I'm going to backtrack because it sounds like you're trying to wrap things up. But I'm going to go back to video things. And I think before we were talking about the 360 video on how I hadn't figured out how to make it where it's actually 360 when you watch it and you can pan and tilt and all that. I finally figured that out. So I posted a video a day or two ago that was a flight on the E-Flight A-10 hauling that thing around. So you get a glimpse of the field that I usually fly out of here and several glimpses of the A-10. So check it out. It's a kind of neat technology. It is. I saw that, and I was using my cell phone, and you know, I can remote rotate the cell phone around and look different. As you're taking off, I can look at the wing and get the nose, the tail, and that kind of stuff. And that's pretty how that works. People are looking at Fitz while he's going. Something right with that boy, sir. Sir, are you okay? Do you need to sit down? You look like you're dizzy. I've been working on that, and. Coincidentally, I think you guys might know Greg, but uh, Greg Alderman, who is a, a, he flies everything, but he's been putting the GoPro version of a 360 camera on one of his uh, turbines. And of course, there's no vibration on any of that. He's getting some really great footage that uh, he's been posting on Facebook. So there's, uh, I think it's going to be a new thing, the 360 video on RC planes. So let's get in on the ground floor, fellas. All righty. You know what I might do? It's like you got me thinking about like FPV stuff. I might put Ryan in charge of like making a cockpit to to bring to the best event where kids can sit in with a, like a monitor. Oh yeah, and we can we can try that in air refueling again, but let the kids feel like they're the jet pilot. Yeah, make sure. I mean, you put see a that's the stuff. <laughs> well, no, just a bucket. Thanks. See, Ryan would like that. He'd like to do the decorations. Like, hey, because if kids drive up and they see like a cardboard cutout of a jet oh, yeah. cockpit. Yeah, I want to do it. I was going to say, but watch out because Ryan might charge admission. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Well, for people who don't know, this was a thing you guys did at the best event last year. You guys and Keith Sparks. He built an S3 Viking as the tanker and you built an F-18 as the, I guess, the receiver. And you guys made contact in air. He had a, what, a, a drogue that... That drew that dragged behind. I don't know what the word is. Yeah, I gotta give a shout out to Keith because he actually did. <laughs> I want to say he did research. All I did was look for a plane that had a probe. <laughs> this guy actually, you know, built an awesome looking uh, Viking, and then he tested different materials to see which one hung better in the air. And he ended up with like this wool yarn yarn type. I don't know. I, I don't know what to call it, but he gave me a sample of it because it's really lightweight, and then used little 
uh, cone cups, those little paper cups, right. as the drone. Now, now that we've done it, though, we're obviously aware that we can go bigger, so we can actually try to make a, a bigger cone. And I, I need to, I, I, I'll probably do it before best, but either get a bigger F-18 uh, that has rudders, or try to throw rudders on this. But the problem with my F-18 is already pretty heavy with all the gear. It's a small foam plane. So I wouldn't mind going a little bit bigger, but have one with rudder, because that was all that we were missing. If we had rudder, we would have had way more success rate, or higher success rate. Well, yeah, you were using FPV to try to connect. Yeah, but it was all bank and yank. Yeah. So can you imagine just trying to stay on target? But we did it. I mean, so it was fun. And, you know, I think for me, it's, <laughs> it's I, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of kind of like when I was videotaping the Texan and Fitz was out in the field when people were oohing on what happened to Fitz. But like when I was FPVing the F-18, I just had all these people behind me, including Fitz, like laughing their ass off when they were getting so close, you know, like, oh, oh, was like, oh yeah. Was like, you know? And I'm just trying to stay on target. They're like, going, oh, that looks great. Oh, look how close they are. And yeah, so I think that I think we'll have. Uh, I'll talk to Keith, and I think he can. They didn't have landing gear, so he can land on the grass. Yeah, yeah. The Viking, yeah. But, so we'll bring the Viking back, and we'll we'll nail it this time. We'll get. Oh, and maybe if Terry comes down, he'll bring the three hundred and sixty camera. Yeah, if it, it's a loner, ah, so unless I buy one. Yeah, buy one, buy one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Well, that'd be awesome. Sauce. But while we're on that topic of uh, strange aircraft matings, you posted some photo or shared some photo of a A4 model towing a glider. What's the story behind that? Oh, I don't know. It was just posted on Facebook and I just laughed so hard because it was a jet towing a glider. But then I posted, I don't know if you saw, but I posted the shot of uh, you uh, tow, you know, pulling the, was it the easy glider? Yeah. yeah. It was an easy glider, right? With your, with your truck. What, what was the name of that truck? Uh, the Arma Nero, which is a six cell yeah. Eight scale electric truck. I, I just monster. love those wheels. Yeah, those right? wheels are so narrow. Yeah. <laughs> when you throttle up, the <laughs> to twice the diameter. <laughs> oh my god! But I was like, yeah, we should do that with another jet. So I don't know. We got to work that. All right. I mean, all right. it all started with you and me, Terry. That's all. We're just going to say it all started with you and me. Oh, yeah. I could probably do it in my Avanti. That's a good jet to do that. Kind of, oh, there you go. Ooh, yeah, oh, be a good okay, jet for that. that. Make it happen. <laughs> you got a glider for it, Lee? Tow another Avanti. Uh, <laughs> throw it on an easy glider. Can't lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got to do the easy glider. Okay, yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. Let's, let's do it, Fitz. Bring your Avanti. All right, there it All is. All right, let's do that. It's been said. It shall be done. <laughs> so shall it be. Well, let's start Let's start the planning now. Start sending y'all's other suggestions on what we need to do at best this year. Maybe that's the theme this year. <laughs> Wild rides. <laughs> Wild rides. <laughs> well, See if we can it, get a glider to tow a jet. If <laughs> if you're going to be the CD Lee, you're going to have uh, lots of responsibilities. I will have to settle arguments, lots of break up fights. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> this is going to be a Woodstock, man. What are you talking about? Peace, <laughs> happiness. We be rolling around in the mud, right? I, you know, that's what that should be. We'll, we'll just bring a whole record of Woodstock. Free love. <laughs> this theme. is a new kind of yeah, free love. <laughs> Don't use the blue lippos. Do not use the blue lippos. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to hand out the shiner to everybody. <laughs> um, shiner on, dude. <laughs> all right. This is probably a good place to stop. <laughs> it is. It is. But, boy, thanks for listening, guys. Indeed. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us one more time. And we hope to see you again next time. I, we'll do a 
YouTube Facebook show now up next. So. Are we doing another live show? Today? Yeah, we'll do a live show next yeah, week. Yeah, we've okay. been uh, pretty consistent with that. So, All right. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. Oh, wait, speaking of live shows, we totally missed it. We didn't harass Fitz about his gig yesterday. Oh, by beep. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to go now. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Fitz was on Horizon's live podcast yesterday. What was the date? The 11th. So look on Horizon's YouTube channel and or Facebook and... It should be archived, but they talked to Fitz for two hours. Yeah, they they really yeah. They had the single light bulb over his head, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's like, oh yeah, we'll just talk about forty minutes and have a Q and A at the end. And, you know, two hours later, <laughs> turned on the charm. It was all fun. And they couldn't leave. It was a lot of fun. We had some yeah. some interesting questions from the uh, the comment sections, and uh, and uh, yeah. yeah, they they of course pummel me with all kinds of questions and different things. Put me in the hot spot a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was neat. I was really honored that they invited me on, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. But, but, okay, yeah, he's gonna. <laughs> I, I made. I'm gonna. I, there's always a. I but. made. I full pa. I I I dishonored the RC Roundtable podcast. I completely forgot to mention. Shame that, that we I Shame. was a part of the RC round table Shame. to plug it. I I well I half forgot because at one point I remember it's like, oh yeah, I need to mention them on RC round table and then I, I saw something shiny and I forgot screw about it. those guys. <laughs> so <laughs> if you watch watch the podcast on the uh on Horizon Hobbies, uh put a plug in for us. <laughs> Here's what you do, Fitz. This is your normal backdrop now for all your videos. So just put a RC round table banner behind you and you never have to remember again. That's right. I could hang one from the ceiling or something. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I apologize. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, you could have put funny somebody. I told, I told Cindy after I watched the entire two-hour show <laughs> on my couch on the big screen, and I looked at my wife and said, not once did he mention RC Roundtable. And she goes, well, how come you weren't uh, chatting in there and complaining? I said, because I wasn't online watching. <laughs> you see, you could have said something in the chat. Yeah, don't even try to blame me. You should have said something in the chat. <laughs> Smack me over the head in the chat. Say, hey, you... You could have at least worn your RC Roundtable shirt on the show, but you wore a Magellan shirt. Oh. I noticed. <laughs> because the, this, the workshop is... I wanted something cool because the workshop is was hot as heck, so I needed something cooler, so yeah. Well, the RC Roundtable shirt is really cool looking. <laughs> it's cool looking, but not cool wearing sometimes, so... <laughs> All right. I still love well, you, Fitz. I'm, I'm thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> I'm going to shame you for a couple of more days. We're going to counseling. It'll be all right. Then I'll then I'll let you out of shame jail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but hey, uh, uh, all seriousness, congratulations! I did enjoy it. You did talk a lot of helicopters too for a while. I was surprised. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that was uh, you know, um, Jason kind of kept on a helicopter stuff for a while. Um, well, I don't know if you knew this, but um, I knew Jason. One of the reasons why I knew Jason a little bit was he was one of my customers when I ran the helicopter business. RC helicopter, so he was kind of big into it, and so that's why we kind of stayed on that subject probably a little longer than usual because uh, we both had some history in that. Right. That's okay. No, it was, it was fine. It was like you you had a nice time, and I'm I'm happy for you. So yes, if you are listening to our show and you haven't subscribed to Fitz's Hobby View channel on YouTube, please do so. He's got some funny videos, and as they say, he's got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. And. His shows are very entertaining, and I've often participated. So, good job, son. Yeah. Thank you. 
There you go. And on... oh, I just plugged you. See how that works? Uh, okay, <laughs> I get it. I my understand. My understand. All right. <laughs> All right. On that note, while I go back into um, seclusion to, to <laughs> escape uh, Lee's ire, uh, thanks everybody for the naughty the, stool. Uh, <laughs> 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 I go sit in the corner and think about what I did. <laughs> everybody, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts. Where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.